Hey, welcome to episode 7 of the Polytech Podcast, where I get to introduce you to some of our amazing Pacifica talent working in the broad sphere of IT. Polytech Podcast is proudly brought to you by the WizWiz Network. Check us out at www.wizwiznet.com. You can check out all the other channels on the network. While you're there, check out one of my personal favorites, the 135 Playlist. They've just dropped their latest podcast, You Decide. Sounds like another banger. You go check it out. Today, my guest is Sam Tuiniao, a New Zealand-born Tongan, leading some amazing changes in IT adoption over at KiwiWell, who move around a quarter of New Zealand's exports. You don't want to miss this episode. We get to hear his not-so-common journey into IT, as well as his insights into what respect for elders has to do with IT, plus the truth about the family dog, Oscar. Enjoy. Things ready, we just start recording. Well, it's already recording, so oh, okay. <laughs> there is no uh, <laughs> uh, clapper. Um, so yeah, welcome back to the Polytech podcast. It's been a minute since we've been back on, um, and I'm honored to have Sam Tui now, um, from Kiwi Rail at the moment. Um, but I'll let him jump into it and yeah, give us a bit of background. Um, yeah, I guess well, we'll start where you are now, but I really want to understand, you know, how. Who Sam is, <laughs> um, and, and I guess share a bit about you know where, where we met, but uh, I guess general manager ICT at Kiwi Rail now. Yes, yes. So I've been there now for um, uh, since uh, beginning of January. Um, obviously, I was at uh, Auckland Transport with uh, with a lovely group over there and yourself, and that's where we met. Um, but uh, but before we get into that, uh, maybe just a little bit about myself. Um, so my heritage is, is Tongan. Uh, my dad's a, a, a Tongan boy, uh, and my my mum's a Kiwi girl. Um, and uh, they met met in Tonga um, when my mum was over there doing VC work. Um, and um, there was this uh, this island guy that kept hanging around. <laughs> he was uh, going into the ministry um, uh, back then, uh, and he didn't speak a word of English, and she didn't speak any Tongan. So, but it was a pretty cool uh, love story. Um, and then uh, from from that, fast forward to uh, when I was uh, born. There were I was actually born here in New Zealand um, at uh, St John's, and it was my when my dad. Uh, as he was getting into the ministry, uh, that's where he was doing his his training uh, in St John's, and uh, and my mum gave gave birth to me there. Uh, one of three brothers. Uh, my older brother was born in born in Tonga, uh, and he's currently in in Spain at the moment. Uh, and my younger brother, who was born in Fiji, um, is uh, currently in France playing rugby there. Um, so um, uh, you know he's he's still living the good life. <laughs> Um, and um, so uh, when I was younger, my, my dad uh, got stationed um, after I was born here in New Zealand, got stationed in, in Fiji um, to, uh, you know, uh, spread the word and, and build um, uh, churches and schools and, and water tanks and so forth. Um, and that's where I, I grew up. So I spent uh, just under 13 years in Fiji through my, you know, uh, young um, teenage years. Um, and I absolutely loved it. Um, you know, and it's one of those things that you don't uh, really understand until you, you, you've lost it yeah. or, or you move away from it. Um, but um, 
I, I really, really look back at that time and I think, man, I had such a privileged um, uh, lifestyle, um, you know, in Fiji uh, with other expat New Zealanders and Australians, um, uh, li- living a life that I now look back and I think about what my children have now mm-hmm. compared to what we have back then. And I'm sure everyone does that, right? Everyone's yeah. like, oh, you don't remember the good old, old days? Um, but... Um, but one thing that it did teach me uh, in Fiji is is um, how to be humble, mm. um, you know, and and um, how to how to work hard, how to respect your elders, um, and I'm sure it's like that in in, in most cultures, mm. um, but in Fiji, with my dad being who he was and being very well respected in in the in the villages, um, uh, it really showed that you know. Uh, when you walked into a, a room where there were elders, you always bowed your head and you chilo, 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 you know, as you as you walk past, and um, and that was something that I've that I've always had um, in my life mm. since since today. Yeah, so always respect my elders, always respect uh, my managers and, <laughs> and that sort of stuff as well, right? Uh, and my peers, um, but uh, I think one other thing that it also did for me is. Um, it, it made me appreciate the the simpler things in life. You know, you look back and you say, oh, we, we didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, my dad being a minister and, and my, my mom being in, in education, um, we didn't we didn't have a lot of money, but we seemed to have a lot of fun, right? I was, uh, we, were, we were stationed near a, um, a village um, and just outside of uh, Suva, Nasinu, um, and every day, I would be down at the village uh, swimming and playing with the kids and just having a good old time. And we had nothing, right? The villages have got nothing. So, um, so you went to school with the local yep. kids? Just- uh, well, um, I went to school um, at uh, Viuto uh, uh, Primary. Um, and that was predominantly... Um, shout out to Viuto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Viuto. Um, and then I went to uh, Suva Grammar. Um, and uh, from Suva Grammar, I then went to International. And it's when I went to International that I started to meet a lot of the sort of expat kids um, from from Australian, you know, Australian Commission and New Zealand Commission families and, you know, that, that sort oh, of stuff. Wow. So it's just um, and that, that was a step up, right? These guys, you know, the commissioners that were there had a lot of money. They lived in the nice part of town. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I really enjoyed hanging out with them, going on their boats <laughs> okay, and no, surfing. Again. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um uh, and my dad had a had a motorbike, um, a little Suzuki one eight five, and that's when I started to learn how to ride motorbikes. Oh wow! Um, and um, so I used to take my dad's motorbike and, and ride out to my friend's place and stay the night there or stay the weekend there. And, and um, so yeah, that's a little bit about myself um, uh, coming to New Zealand um, after thirteen years now uh, in in the Anglican Anglican ministry. Um, you were supposed to say seven years in a location, and then they would move you to another location. Oh, okay. Um, and then you know. So, so had he done time so, in New Zealand before he went to Fiji? Uh, yeah, so he did his college um, uh, time here in, in New Zealand, and that, that's why I was born here. Um, and then he was stationed in Fiji, but he had he had done stuff in um, Solomon Islands and, and Tonga and, and so forth. Um, so seven years in Fiji, eighth year came along, and they said, oh, "You're doing such a good job. Just one more year." Um, nine, 
10, 11, oh, okay. 12. And then he was like, right, that's it. We're, we're done. We're going back to New Zealand. Um, and, I, and I think one of the things that I sort of regret is my dad um, was trying to learn English more than he was trying to teach us Tongan. And because we were in Fiji, you know, it was either Fijian or English. Oh, wow. So so unfortunately, I learned, I learned um, uh, more Fijian than I did of Tonga, wow. of Tongan. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, coming to New Zealand where the Tongan population is like, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's massive. Um, you know, all the Tongans that I would meet, they would start talking in Tongan and I'd be like, oh. Oh man, I, I can't talk Tongan, you know. So you, I felt like a sort of second-rate Tongan, yeah. you know, where, because I couldn't speak the language. My my older brother could speak a little bit more yeah. Tongan than I could. Thank you. Um, but but the trip to New Zealand was my 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 dad said, look, that that's it. We're we're coming back to New Zealand. Um, so how old are you uh, now? So I'm now forty-eight. Uh, no, no, sorry, we're coming oh, back oh, to New sorry, Zealand. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, can we erase that? <laughs> we'll edit that out. So, um, so I was um, uh, just going on 14. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, just yeah. going on 14, 15. Um, and, and what had happened was as I was in, uh, in Fiji, um, I uh, got into uh, Wakaama. Ah, yeah. Uh, and so we were having competitions in in, in Fiji. Uh, we had a bit of a World Cup in uh, in Fiji, um, and the team did really well. Yeah. And then um, we kept the team going. And as my parents came back to New Zealand, they came back into Auckland. Um, and my older brother had gone down to Christchurch um, a couple of years or a few years earlier and did boarding school down in Christchurch okay. at Christ College. Yeah. Um, and he had got a scholarship to go there because it's an Anglican um, uh, school yeah. and my dad was able to get him a scholarship to go there so I stayed in Fiji for uh, probably another six months while my parents moved to Auckland yeah. and I trained with the the, the Waka Armour team because the national uh, the worlds were being held in New Zealand in that year okay. the next year um, so I stayed in Fiji I stayed with my best friend uh, Todd Bauer um, and then we came over as a team uh, and, and um, uh, competed in, in New Zealand for the Waka Armour. And then after that, I went down to Christchurch and did two years in boarding school down in Christ oh, College. Down in Christ College as well. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Christ College, um, it was myself and, and maybe one or two others. Uh, Tabai Matson, it was in the All Blacks, was with oh. me. He was from Fiji, he's Fijian heritage as well. So we got along well. But he also knew my older brother because he had gone to college at a very early age. Okay. And so he knew my, my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a good, good connection there. Um, still try to stay in touch with him uh, every, every now and then. Yeah. Um, and then I came up to um, Auckland. Uh, got my my first job um, at the airport, uh, working for Ogden Aviation. Um, and I think that that experience of uh, being in the islands, uh, respecting my elders, um, you know, um, appreciating relationships and so forth. Um, Ogden Aviation was a new organization to New Zealand. They'd come in to take over um, looking after United Airlines. So United Airlines um, uh, outsourced their, their servicing, um, baggage handling, all that sort of stuff to in, to, um, in New Zealand. And Ogden's came in and, and took over that contract. So it was a brand new organization, and they were looking for people to um, – uh, 
uh, do baggage handling, clean the planes and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and I landed my first job was the supervisor of a group of cleaners that was cleaning that were cleaning the aircraft, United Airlines. And this group of cleaners were filled with um, Maori ladies, Samoan ladies, Tongan ladies. <laughs> and we just had so much fun. You know, they 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 took me under their arm. Just all older than uh, you? Just all, all older than me, right? It was like my first job. Like, like I was, you know, 18, 17, 18. And it was my, my first job. And these ladies would give me grief. But they looked after me, right? You know, it was like... So I was like, right, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And they're like, hey, Sam, sit down, man. What are you talking about? You know, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> trying to be the big man, just yeah, getting yeah. shot down. Um, but it was it was awesome because um, it, it was like a family, right? Yeah. It was like, a, you know, it was, it was just different from um, the, the Palang or the Pakia, you, you know, um, where these guys would come together, they'd bring their lunches together, they'd sit down, you know, and share their lunch and stuff like that. Sam, come over here, come and have something to eat, yeah. you know. And it sort of reminded me of the, of the islands right back in Fiji when you, when you walked past, past the house that was having um, a dinner, they would say, hey, my kana, you know, come, come and have something to eat, you know, even if they didn't know you, hey, come in. So, so it sort of felt like that. So it felt like home. Um, so that was that was pretty awesome. And then, you know, I sort of progressed, um, got a job in, in cargo um, and then uh, progressed um, into um, IT from 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 cargo. And that was a that was another part of uh, of my journey as well was um, uh you know, I sort of fell into the roles that I was that I was doing. Right, I, I needed a job. I went to stay up in Auckland with Mum. Mum was like, "You need to get a job. I'm not <laughs> looking after you. Get your lazy ass out there." And I was like, "Man, I don't even know what to do." Right, so um, college for me was very much enjoying college than it was getting an education, yeah. right? I, I knew I had to learn some stuff and try and do well in my studies and stuff like that. But but I just, I loved boarding school. Yeah. Uh, I was a bit mischievous, you know, I snuck out at night, that sort of thing. Um, so 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 coming out of, out of college, even though I had uh, Christ College on my CV, um, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had I had no no idea what I wanted to do. I just was thinking, all right, I just got to go and get a job. So that's why when this this thing came up, I I applied for it. It was my second job that I applied for. The first one was for a job um, in a warehouse in Onehanga, you know. And I and I went there the first day, and I and I I, went, I walked in. I was like, what am I doing, right? And then this other job came up. I didn't go back to the other job. <laughs> so I just called just... him. I said, sorry, I'm not coming back, right? I was like. <laughs> I, I, you know, this warehouse. Uh, anyway, um, but but progressing from the uh, world's my know. oyster. I'm giving up the warehouse. Going to go clean. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm going to go clean. I've got this way. plan in my head. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it was it was it was interesting because um, uh, when I was getting the training from these guys that came from America, because Ogden was a was Ogden right. Aviation was an American company. Um, these guys were like, you know, Sam, you're showing some really good leadership here. You know, you can you can do really well. And I was thinking to myself, oh, wow, well, you know, I just get along well with the ladies, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah not not in that oh, way. But, okay. no, 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 but but like you know, I, you know, they put us through some scenarios and stuff like that, and I was able to get these guys to work together. And right, this is the plan. This is what we're going to be doing. 
just like you do as a as a rugby team, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's why the team were like, oh, you you do quite well, you know, getting the team together. Yeah. Um, so that's probably why I got that supervisory <laughs> job. Um, but anyway, um, you know, fast forward into cargo, um, I got a. A uh, couple of roles, uh, first with United uh, Cargo um, and then with um, uh, LEP International, mm. which was a, a cargo um, company up um, in, I forget the name of the place, but up uh, by the by the airport, just past the airport, George Bolt Drive, okay, out, yeah. out that way, where yeah. all the industrial um, places were. Um, so I got a job as a, as a, uh, a runner, um, what do they call themselves? God, it was so long ago. Um, customs runner. <laughs> so so you've got a lot of runners around. <laughs> you've got, you got a lot of runners around here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and that was pretty cool as well. So I was I was given a car that I could, you know, <laughs> okay, drive yeah, around. That's always and, a, you know, at, at 19 you, you year old, man, at I was like, when... yeah, sweet. So I had this car and I used to run the, the customs documents um, okay. from the office down to customs, get them all stamped and then run them back so that they could... Um, export. So what's this um, like? Nineties, like early nineties. So this would have been yeah, early early nineties. And that's just official doc. That's why they had to do it manual. Yes, yeah, like yeah. All, all the all the official documents, all the way bills, all the house bills, all the customs documents, no. and all that sort of stuff. So you had, yeah. to, you had to get them all stamped. Back then, everything was pretty manual. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, at that stage, I was also playing a little bit of uh, rugby. Yeah. Um, and I was playing for uh, Ponsonby uh, under 21s because okay. my older brother had played for Ponsonby as well. Yeah. Uh, and so that a little bit far to go, but but still it was, you know. I, um, uh, yeah, whereabouts in Auckland were you guys based? So uh, we were in uh, Mangaroo Bridge. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so close to the airport, to hence working. the reason why I got this <laughs> sort of job out there is nice and close. Um, so I was, I was playing rugby. Uh, enjoying myself, I had a job as a as a customs runner, um, and then I progressed into perishables. So uh, there was a job that came up in let perishables, mm. um, exporting um, lobsters and crayfish oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know melons and all that sort of stuff, tuna and stuff like that. Um, and that's when I started getting into the you know the serious right. This is this is something that you need to you know focus on. It's not just something that gets you money but Mm -hmm. you know something that um you can sort of build a career on um and so i i did that role for for a while um and then that organization got bought by main freight okay yeah um and that was uh when i met uh gary collins who was the cio for um uh, for main freight yeah um, uh, and, and but but before that had happened, I'd moved from perishables across into dry freight, and um, uh, that was the that was the sort of catalyst to move me into IT. And it seems bizarre, but I was mm. I was doing <laughs> export air freight, um, and one of the things that happens in export air freight, or back then anyway, was that on Friday nights you would work to you know, 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, um, getting everything prepared for the weekend. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you you know, because you were working so late in the, in, the, in the night, what was happening was the IT guy was coming in and would see, the, I'd see the IT guy come in and he would come into the building and he would change the, the backup tapes and he would uh, sort okay. out the issues and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and 
uh, I, by this stage, I'd had a little bit of interest uh, from college around computers. Mm. Um, and at that stage, I was thinking to myself, uh, you know, there's, I know there's a little bit of money in, in IT, right? You, you hear all the stories, yeah. you know, a little bit of money in IT. So as this guy would come in, I, I befriended him and I said, oh, you, know, you need a hand with any of that sort of stuff. Yeah, I did a bit of computer stuff at, at, at school. You know, <laughs> yeah. I helped the guys around here with computer stuff and that I sort of stuff. I pushed the button to so, turn it on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but, but at that stage, I was also helping, um, and this is probably just, my interest in computers and how computers worked and so forth, um, I found myself helping out the guys when they had issues with their computer issues around okay. the place, right? Yeah. Um, but what was supposed to happen was as they had issues with the uh, computer stuff, they should have called the computer guy, yeah, this yeah, guy, and he would come in. Yeah. But what was happening, they was just coming to me and saying, hey, look, can you help out? And I was like, oh, yeah, no worries, I'll give you a hand with that. Um, so when this guy used to come in and change the tapes, mm. I befriended him and I said, oh, I can do that for you if you want. You know, just give me a call when it's ready and I'll do that. Yeah. So, And that was the start, right? So I started doing little jobs for him. I started doing this and that and this and that. Um, and then he resigned. Okay. Yeah. And when he resigned, um, but actually before he resigned, I decided should I, I'd, I'd like to get into computer um, uh, industry or as a career in, in, in computer um, so I put myself through um, uh, training. Yeah. Uh, it was back then. It was uh, NT4 uh, MCSE yeah, um, okay, training yes. uh, at New Horizons <laughs> uh, in, in town. Um, so so I put myself through that, um, and it was good timing because as Is that I the finished one with the, that, the top of Cobra Pass. That's it. That's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just as I I'd finished that, he resigned. Um, oh, okay. And and the company was like, hey, you know, you wanna you wanna do some of this? I was like, oh yeah, I'll I'll do it. I'll be the computer guy. <laughs> but I was still doing my job as um, the dry goods as as the dry goods yeah. uh, operator. So I was, I was sort of doing two roles there. <laughs> um, and at that stage, um, Main Freight came in and and purchased oh, yeah. uh, Lep International. Um, and um, we were like, oh, hell, we're going to lose our jobs, right? These the main freights come in, they, yeah. they purchased, up, purchased us. And, and main freight already had a, uh, another little um, uh, organization that they had purchased, which was main freight international. Oh, and okay. that was doing the same thing we were doing, right? Yeah. So we were like, oh, I can see what's going to happen here. Our jobs are just going to disappear into, into that them, organization. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at that point, uh, the CIO, Gary Collings from Main Freight, um, came to LEP International. And, uh, and uh, you know, if you know Gary Collings, he's a you know, he's pretty bolshy, you know. Okay. He's a pretty bolshy kind of guy. He came yeah. in and goes, right, who's the computer guy here? And I was like, uh, me? He says, all right, all right, I'm going to be coming back uh, next week. Uh, we'll have a, have a catch up. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, he came up and he said, um, right. I hear you, the computer guy here. He didn't ask me anything about my experience or anything like that. He says, do you want to come and work for me? I was like, yeah. Yeah, man, I'll come and work for you. He said, right, but you'll have to be based on a good packet here. I don't know. (laughs) I did do that. I did do that. I did say, oh, you know, you get get paid pretty well here. Um, But but it was the first time uh, when I went to Main Freight, um, because with Main Freight, I also got a car, a company car as well, um, because they wanted me to look after LEP International from a support perspective um, and uh, also look after a couple of other smaller um, uh, companies that they had. Um, um, But it was the first time that I had this this pay jump, Mm. 
that just blew my mind, right? Because ah, okay. I was, I think I was probably on something like 43,000 or, or something or other. Um, and it went from 43,000 to 60, 60, 60 something, 61 yeah. or something. And I was like, whoa. And I got a company car <laughs> as well. I was car. like, man, this is just, <laughs> this is awesome. Um, so I went to work for Main Freight um, and same thing there. I think um, uh, Gary Collings, uh, uh, was 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 brought up in in South Auckland, mm. so he wasn't your um, your typical IT um, uh, geek, I okay. suppose, right? He yeah. he liked IT, uh, but he was very much a, a people person as well. And so I got along really well with him. Okay. Right? He, he would say, "Hey Sam, can you have a look at this?" And and because of where I was brought up, I'd be like, "Yep, no worries, man. I'll yeah. do that for you. Yeah, yeah sweet. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, respect, respect, <laughs> yeah, yeah, respect." Yeah. Um, and so and so we got along really well, um, uh, and and that so at at Main Freight I spent uh, ten years uh, at, at at Main Freight uh, doing v- various roles within ICT. Um, uh, uh, myself, Gary, and a few other uh, other people within uh, Main Freight um, did a whole lot of work around uh, looking at. Um, splitting off companies or bringing in companies and so forth well, yeah, and that yeah. gave us a lot of experience around how do we integrate systems yeah. and, or split systems up to make sure that uh. we can you know um split them off and so forth um and and, and main freight was also uh, an organization um really the only organization i know that had a, a governance model that said you know if it's a good idea go and do it Right. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Um, not like what we were used to at Auckland Transport, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. was right. Where's the document for this? Where's the that? Where's yeah, the committee exactly. for this? Where's the, you know? So it was it was one end of a spectrum um, uh, around uh, how you run an organisation mm. uh, versus um, you know the, the highly regulated sort of compliance that you get with local government, yeah. SOE, yeah. And, and that sort of stuff. Um, so it was a really really good eye opener. Mm. Yeah, of just getting it done, kind of. Yeah, just, you know, they, they've got this thing where, you know, and I don't know whether it's still like that now, yeah. um, but but it's like, you know, if that's a good idea, if you can talk to that, if you can make sure that, you know, you, you deliver on that, go for it. Yeah. You know, or we're going to give you enough rope, go for it. Um, uh, which was which was excellent back in the day, yeah. and plus you could drink um, on site <laughs> as well. Yeah. That always helps. So, cool. so, so Friday, you know, the trolley would, would the boardroom, um, where we worked was at the other end of the ICT office. Yeah. So every Friday, everyone would just trance through, uh, you know, IT to get to the boardroom oh, where everyone would sit down and okay. have a few beers and all that sort of stuff. So, oh, so uh, together with everyone from Main Freight? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I was, we were based in the Daily Freight building. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone would just come through, you know, on, on a Friday and have a few drinks <laughs> and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it, was, it was a good old days. Yeah, man. yeah. I love yeah, those days. I love those days. Um, <clears throat> now, ten years we were there. Would have been much change in, I guess, technology. You know, just the the changing and uh, chopping. But yeah, there's you know, technology changes so fast. Mm. Um, so much happens. Um, there, there's just so much to take in. You know, you, uh, everyone knows you can you can focus in a certain area like networks, or yeah. focus in, in server, or focus on um, uh, development software. Services. Mm. There is there is so much to it that uh, I think my so, so I'm not a, a master of anything, mm-hmm. um, and I think looking back now and looking at where I am now, 
um, we had uh, an executive um, uh, one day thing yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you know, and as we were going around um, the floor after the after this this thing we had yesterday, um, everyone was uh, we were asked to present ourselves and what we do and, and mm. what we want to get out of the out of the workshop. Um, and when it came to myself, I, I sort of said, you know, well, my job is actually working with people. Yeah. Yeah. Technology is just the area that I do it in, yeah. but it's actually working with people, right? And I've I've looked back over my years and I've thought to myself, um, you know, I've had some very, very smart people on my teams. Mm. Um, I've had some very, very smart people that uh, I wouldn't want on my teams, mm because they weren't part of, of a team, right? They were yeah. very much that sort of individual that was all about themselves, <laughs> yeah. um, regardless of what the technology was. Yeah. Um, so, so I look back over my time, and I think, you know, my heritage, uh, where I grew up, had a, had, a, had a massive part of how successful I am. Mm -hmm. And it's not because of my knowledge of, of IT or technology. It's my knowledge of... Without knowing it, my, my knowledge of how I work with people, mm. you know, how I build teams, how I build that sort of culture around um, what we are doing, we just happen to work in technology. Yeah. So, uh, and I guess that, is that how you stay relevant now? Yeah, I, I, th I think so, right? I think if, if someone said, you know, how do you stay relevant in a technology sense? Yeah. I'd be like, man, I am so far behind some of these kids that are coming <laughs> yeah. out uh, of, of uni and, and, you know, coming out of the woodwork. Um, and you're right, it's, it's how I stay relevant, right? Mm -hmm. Because the people don't, uh, the people are the same, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a person that you need to work with. Uh, the, the better you can uh, give them the tools that make them effective uh, and, and make them effective as part of a team, it doesn't matter what you're working on, right? Yeah. Um, and now, yeah, my, my role's changed uh, a little bit more. I'm, I'm more in the sort of, you know, governance and more in the sort of commercial areas and, and contracts and, and all that sort of stuff um, with a smattering of just keeping abreast of what's happening in the, in the industry. Um, so I, I, I do like to try and do forums yeah. Uh, where I can sort of sit with my peers, understanding sort of emerging technologies, understanding mm. how people are using those technologies. Um, uh, but that's how I stay relevant. Yeah. yeah. In those leadership roles, especially like where, where you sit with KiwiRail, how much sway do you get in terms of those those decisions around, you know, where we move now or where the, where the business goes next to kind of um, make the most of their technology? Decisions. Yeah, good, good question. Um, so, I I had um, fr from main freight. I had had moved. Um, actually, actually, let me go back to where or how I got to Kiwi Rail. Mm -hmm. um, uh, as I was working with main freight, uh, Gary Collins, uh, the CIO, left main freight, yeah. um, and uh, about I think it was probably about about a year later, he called me up and said, "Hey." Do you, do you want to come and work for me? I said, oh, hell, yeah, why not? What have you got to offer? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a really good ticket, right? That's right, I, I get a car here, right? And uh, it was a Nissan Primera back in the day. Um, but, um, you know, after those sort of negotiations, um, I I left Main Freight and went to work for for Gary Collings uh, at uh, TransLink. I get TransLink. Um, and uh, that that organisation sort of uh, morphed 
um, and morphed and morphed and morphed and morphed mm. until it became uh, Kiwi. Kiwi Rail. Because yeah. um, um, I saw uh, that on the site that I just always assumed Kiwi Rail was just all the rail. But then I saw the Inter-Islanders on your side. And all yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so it went... Um, uh, how did it go? I think it was... It went into Toll. No, it was yeah, before the, Toll. For some reason it was, it was um, uh, NZRC, New Zealand Rail Corporation. Um, and I, I can't remember exactly how it happened. But I've, I followed Gary into um, rail. It then got purchased by Toll. Um, that gone, that, then it got purchased by the Crown. Or it got purchased back by the Crown. Yeah. Um, and then it, um, it then became Kiwi Rail. Um, and through that process, Gary had had left some time. I think it was when when Toll had had purchased the organisation. Um, Gary had left the organisation. I stayed with the organisation till it became Kiwi Rail, uh, and that journey was thirteen years. Oh wow! Um, okay. With with Kiwi Rail. Yeah. Um, in Kiwi Rail, everyone's doing the maths. Like, man, this guy like this guy, start, yeah. you show sure you was seventeen or seven when you started working. <laughs> That's right. I think I feel like I'm about <laughs> seventy something now. But, um, um, but, but it, it was that uh, it, when I uh, left Kiwi Rail, um, it, it had it had no money. Uh, oh. It was really looking at you know how do we save ourselves. Um, how, how do we look at, at outsourcing as, as much as possible yeah. um, and just focus on our, on our core core services? Um, and so um, it was the CIO and the CFO uh, back then that decided to outsource um, ICT. Okay. Um, and so I sort of said, well, cool, well, well it, it took us about or just under a year um, to outsource everything to um, Spark. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, there was, I think the only thing that KiwiRail held on to was the application support teams um, and uh, one other that escapes me at the moment. Mm-hmm. But what I did is, is, is after the, the nine months that it took to, to outsource um, uh, the majority of, of ICT, I, I left. Mm. Um, and I, that's when I came to uh, Auckland, Auckland Transport. Transport. Okay. Um, and that was uh, just, just another step up. Um, uh, you know, I, I got there in 2016, um, and then from about 2018, um, we really ramped up getting Auckland Transport or, or business technology mm-hmm. to where it is today. Yeah, uh, yeah I think yeah. Uh, myself, um, uh, Chris Crichton, yeah. uh, we got along really well. It was a good team. Mm. We had um, Roger Jones there. Uh, he was really paving the way um, for uh, moving ICT. Um, into a position where uh, I've got to be careful what I say here, but <laughs> but but into a position where business technology was really a partner at the table around where Auckland Transport was going, mm, right? Mm. Uh, and I, and I say that um, because I see a lot of organisations where ICT reports into into the finance team, yeah. Or, or reports in somewhere else and yeah. not sitting at the table. Uh, and, and I think this is changing a lot. But with Auckland Transport and the way that, that Roger uh, really, really drove the technology uh, um, a story or function, yeah. uh, he actually got 
ICT sitting at the table and actually driving where Auckland Transport was going as well yeah. from a technology perspective, yeah, yeah. right? And that was that was something that, you know, I look back now and I say, you know, Roger had a certain um, way about him and a certain way that he operated, mm. but there were aspects of it that I was like, man, you don't see that in any other <laughs> organization, right? Yeah. Where he could he could really get some he could really get stuff going. That's, yeah. On that point, like you've mentioned a couple of people, you know that that kind of led and and you've worked with. I think me as a Pacifica, and like, I guess you've probably been the only senior Pacifica that I've known in the IT realm. So I, I think for you, who have you had to kind of draw on for that kind of? I think for me, I look at you and go, oh, cool. There's some inspiration, someone I mm. can identify with to kind of guide me and go that's where I need to get to yeah I, I have thought about this um, a lot because I've, I've had these conversations um, in the past or I've had people mention that right mm. um, and, and recently probably over the last sort of four or five years you do hear a lot of organizations now talk about diversity and mm. inclusion yeah. uh, you know in Auckland Transport's you know <laughs> like doing that in spades um, but but Kiwi Rail is also looking at doing that and I think um, th- these days uh, and I was thinking about it on the way here there is no better time to get into IT mm. in New Zealand yeah there, there is no better time, right? Um, but, but you have to work for it, right? Yeah. Um, I think uh, me doing the the education stuff by myself and putting myself through, um, and it wasn't that long, right? But it, it was it was pretty expensive. Mm. Um, but it didn't take me that long to get to a position where I'd done something that I could then go and say to the organization, well, I've done this training. Yeah. You know, I, I, I can do this job, right? Just let me do it. I can do it. Um, so, so you have to do a little bit to get you there. Yeah. Um, but right now with, with, with New Zealanders and organizations not being able to get staff, you know, yeah. pe- people are just like, you know, I'm, I'm getting uh, second level uh, um, engineers that are that are applying for roles like architect roles and stuff like that because they can, yeah. right? You know, yeah. and I'm like, I, I'm looking at your experience here, and, and you're saying you're an architect. You know, you just come off the service <laughs> desk, right? You know, how does that relate? Um, and they're saying, well, if you don't pay it, you know, I've already got two offers at the moment. Wow. You know, and I'm like, holy camoly. Yeah. So, so I don't think. You know, and and the reason why I say this is, as I as I don't think it's a it's a Pacifica thing, mm. right? Because because I think that the Pacifica thing is is a bonus, yeah, right? Because as as you build teams and and you you know, um, uh, if you just look at uh, the the culture of Pacifica. It's all about the village, right? Yeah. It's all about us coming together and you know looking after each other. It's that st- we've still got that village mentality, mm. um, and, and I think that's a that's a bonus, right? Yeah. Because C- that's what I look for. I look for: <laughs> Will you be part of my team? How mm. will you fit into my team? Right? You know, will you be there, standing beside the rest of us when the shit hits the fan? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, um, and, and and a lot of that happens in IT, right? Yeah. We don't always get it right, but when it get it wrong, man, things happen. You know about it. <laughs> That's right. You know, you want to look across the table at three o'clock in the morning and, and see your, your mates sitting there going, yep, cool, we got this, yeah. we'll, we'll sort it out. Um, so so I think there is, there is no better time to get into mm. IT uh, 
organizations will just lap you up. Yeah. But you have to put in a little bit of work, right? Yeah, you you yeah. have to be able to go in and say, hey, look, I've, I've done some of the study or I've done an internship at this organization in IT and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, and they'll, they'll take you, man. They'll take you. That's interesting insight how you talk about, you know, these guys coming, you know, second level and, and trying to go for these higher roles. What does the landscape look like? Though? Like how many Pacifico or Māori applications do you actually get? None. <laughs> Not many, right? I, I get a lot of Asian, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Indian and um, uh, uh, Asian uh, 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 candidates coming through. Um, I get a lot of uh, people that have been in IT for a while. So, you know, the, the Caucasian mm. male yeah. uh, that's been in there for a long time, <laughs> know, knows their stuff, yeah. you know, long in the tooth, but are thinking now, Holy hell, look at all of this money being thrown around. I'll just yeah. start, you know. Changing uh, it up. Then. Yeah, yeah, changing it up and so forth. But, senior consultant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Senior, senior consultant. But but not many um, oh. Pacifica uh, at all. I, th- I think, you know, I've seen a few come out of intern, um, uh, grad programs. Yeah. Uh, and so when I was at Auckland Transport, uh, one of the things that I was very conscious of was identifying the Pacifica students coming out and going, cool, we need to make sure that we give these guys a go, mm. a go right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so when we were going through, uh, and it was it was a long period of putting the students or the candidates through um, simulations and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But my eye was always towards the, you know, <laughs> hey, what's the sister doing over there? What's the brother doing over there? Um, and, and you can tell that they've gone through uh, that sort of, higher education um, that that I didn't go through. Mm. Um, And so they come out of that with, um, you know, being very articulate, being very um, um, conscious of how they collaborate with others and and all that sort of stuff. Right. So so they are equal. Right. There is there is nothing holding them back uh, at all. Um, So so I think, you know, we just need to get more through that, you know, get them through that system to get to that position where yeah. they are they are competing on a, on a level playing field. That's yeah, and I think that's one of the struggles that I, I guess, the purpose of this is trying to get that out there because I, I, to me, it just feels like it's something. It just doesn't feel relevant to our people, or it just just yeah, doesn't I, seem to be a drive. Like the numbers are astounding when you look at. 2019 survey, 114,000 people in IT, only 2.8% mm. PI. And yeah. I think I it's, know, that, it's, it's that, that sort of gateway, right? It's the, it's the how do we get them at an early enough age that they, that they don't get discouraged later on in life to go, oh, that's too hard. Mm. You know, how do you get them in an early age that they play with the, the, the computers and all that sort of stuff, just like the other privileged white kids were able to do at, a, at the same age, right? Yeah. They had the computer, they had the ability to 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 break it and and refix it and, and do stuff and ask dad for some money so that he could buy another hard drive and all that sort of stuff. The island kid broke it, he got a slap. Yeah. You know, and it was over. You know, so it, it was that that the ability to do that yeah, just put yeah. them on a on a different you know so that they got a little bit older mm. they started playing with their other friends that had computers they they built little lands they yeah. you know they played their little games <laughs> and stuff like that whereas uh, 
the Pacific Islander kids didn't didn't have that, right? Yeah, so yeah. so their paths, when they got to the same sort of age where they were looking at IT, they were like, oh, too hard. Mm. Ah, well, I'll go and I'll go and try something else, right? <laughs> yeah. So I think it's I think you we, we need to look at how do we make it easier, and it it is getting easier, I I I think, um, for for the kids to get into IT, but I think IT is also getting easier for everyone else to get into as well. Yeah. Right. It's not sort yeah. of that that elite sort of, you know, oh, yeah. shit, you work in computers. Wow, you must be brainy, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's, it's not like that anymore, right? And that's the struggle. Like, I think one of my things I wanted to t- touch on was barriers t- to entry, whereas I, I listen to your story and think there's little to none. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 that's right. You came from something not even that's IT. Right. You didn't study IT. You kind of I, fell I didn't study it and... IT. I had a little bit. I mean, like, like most kids, I suppose, I had um, – uh, a little bit of healthy interest in in computers, yeah. you know. I, I I um I wanted to play games on it, but I couldn't afford. Mom couldn't afford <laughs> to get any games for it. So I had you know a green screen. I used to type some stuff in there. I used to go onto boards. I think it was back then, like forum boards, which was like the oh, internet okay, back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Um, boards, yeah. But but you you needed to know what you were doing back then to do that and i wasn't very good but yeah. so so there was some interest there i think a lot of my interest um and a lot of what got me into computers was using computers at work and doing my 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 export air freight yeah. um and out of necessity i sort of te- taught myself how to do some some uh, small um, development or, or macros mm. on my PC yeah. that would allow me to get a order from a customer about what he wanted to send overseas, and I could go like F three, and it would fill out yeah. the 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 waybill right, and and the guys beside me were like, whoa whoa hold on, what'd you do there? <laughs> and I was like, oh well, I found this way that you could build a macro that if you press F three, it would go, you know. <laughs> Put in the the, the uh, customer's um, details here, then it would tab three times, and it would put in the rate, and you know all of that sort <laughs> yeah. of stuff. Right? I think it was called reflections reflections three or something or rather. Um, so so I think I had a a, a curious part, especially of just I think that magic that you can uh, other workers looking and go, oh, how do you do that? And it's like. Yeah, tools that were all available to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was you know it was it was stuff that we weren't taught, mm-hmm. um, but I found by just playing with it, right? And I think yeah. that's that. You know, back if I was much younger, and I had the ability and the tools and the and the and the stuff to play with. Yeah, I think I would have been far more nerdier. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm I mean? Not, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I would have gotten into it earlier. Yeah, right? and, and um, really been yeah. But yeah, again, it's it's the um, it's the interest, right? Like you like you say, right? Mm. What's what's the barriers to uh, our kids getting into um, IT? And I, and I think these days, right, it's it's you know it, you you go into schools now in South Auckland and everyone's got a computer and all that yeah, sort of stuff, yeah. right? And so um, a lot of those barriers are, are yeah lessening. Mm. And I think it's it's just how do we start the conversations earlier, uh, like you're saying, yeah, and getting it in the right places. Yeah, I think so. Place. So I think in terms of being a, a senior manager and mm. and that sort of stuff, you know, what what got me to those positions? Because again, I didn't go through, um, you know, Harvard Business School or anything <laughs> like that, or, or or some messy, 
university or anything like that around um, uh, business education or anything like that. Mm. I think the way that I that I got to these positions was were building those relationships. Um, you know, being consistent. You know, making sure that when I said I would do something, I, I did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, uh, you know, that in itself, you know, many late nights. Yeah. <laughs> you know what IT is, right? When the shit hits the fan, I didn't. I didn't want to be the one that says, "Oh well, you know, my shift's finished." Yeah. Right? I'm, exactly. I'm Just going home. Up. I was like, man, I roll my sleeves up. I'll do yeah. whatever it takes um, to 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 get the job done. Um, There's no recipe. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> there's no. Well, I think the recipe is 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 be yourself. Mm. You know, you, you've you've got to be yourself. You've got to embrace your heritage, um, and and I and I do admit that at times um, in my career, you know, I was embarrassed of my surname, right? Yeah. You know, because you know, uh, Mr. Smith and uh, you know Fraser Thomas and blah blah blah. Uh, Sam Tunnell, uh, you know, and they couldn't even pronounce it right. Right. <laughs> so it's like, oh shit, you know. Um, but but I think it was just you know staying true to myself, um, the 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 heritage and my upbringing around um, you know being respectful, mm. you know, being honest, don't don't lie, you know respect your elders, all of that sort of stuff, um, and and hard work, right? You, mm. you you can't you can't get to a certain position by just fluking it all the time. <laughs> You've got to put in the hard yards yeah. uh, to get there. Well, with newer technologies coming out, I think like out in general around crypto and stuff like that, do, do you kind of follow any of that stuff around? Yeah, again, like I'm not the smartest guy in the room, <laughs> right? Um, but but I, I do um, uh, reach out and I do try to, uh, like I said earlier, uh, go to the forums when they do talk about, um, you know, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, crypto, mm. uh, Bitcoin, um they talk about um, oh, some some of those emerging technologies where I understand that people are doing smart things with. Yeah, uh, I understand that at some point uh, our organisation is is going to have to start using it, mm. uh, or they'll just get left behind, yeah. or they'll get dragged into it. Um, kicking and screaming, and that's not the best way to do it, right? Someone yeah. will say, well, I'm not going to deal with you unless you're using this technology. And then we'll find ourselves scrambling, uh, implementing it somehow yeah. to make sure that we don't lose the customer or that we can gain another customer and so forth. So so, I'm, so I am conscious that emerging technology is something that, that I, I, need, I need to embrace mm. um, and I need our organization, ICT, to embrace. So um, one of the things that I'm doing at KiwiRail is looking at building up a, an innovation hub within ICT. Um, and that that that's not the easiest thing to do because mm. people go, oh, what, you want how much to do what? What's the outcome of that? You know, and I'm, and I'm okay. trying to say, well, the outcome of that is is to be ready when when these emerging technologies yeah, become yeah. mainstream. It's, it's starting to and, and get the conversation that's started. That's right. Get, get it going. Get right and, and we and understand how within our uh, environment this emerging technology is going to work, right? Mm -hmm. Because we, we've we've tried it and we've un understood how machine learning needs, you know, curated data from here and from SAP and from Maximo and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 curious enough to 
sit down with smart people and to get them to try and explain it to me in simpleton <laughs> terms, right? You know, yeah. um, and and I do find myself uh, sometimes faking it until you make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. understand? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the until they've talked of enough IT. times that you've joined the dots <laughs> together, and yeah. you're like, ah, yeah, I get it now, right? Yeah. Um, and other times, just going, oh man, I just don't understand that, right? Can you just dumb it down for me, right? Just <laughs> So just let me draw it up on the board, right? And you, and you, you would have seen me in the past drawing <laughs> yeah. on the board. I love my whiteboards. I'm a very visual person. Mm. I get up and I draw it and I say, is that what you're talking about? No, not quite. Okay, how about this? How about that? How about that? Because yeah. it helps me as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've seen you do that in, in the industry and I think, you know, being prepared, the, I guess, with what's happening in the industry and how, how it would affect the, the way you work. In terms of, I guess how you see it affecting the real world, like I guess your everyday life, you know, things how Facebook have kind of transformed and now the changes with, you know, Reserve Bank starting to talk about looking at cryptocurrencies. Do you kind of engage in any of that and kind of think, you know, how do you navigate the changes around that? Um, Yes and no. Mm. Um, I I think from a, from a, personal perspective I do look at uh, a crypto and I remember the times uh, back at Kiwi Rail you know some 13 years ago or something wow. or rather um, when 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 some of those smart guys that were working in our organization yeah. or working for me uh, were looking at uh, mining you know and looking at Wow. That crypto, and that was when that was when there was it was like um, you know sixty eight dollars, yeah, 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 you know a bitcoin <laughs> that sort of stuff, right? Um, and and back then I was sort of interested, and I was, but I didn't fully understand it. Yeah, yeah. Um, they bloody understood it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but you know, if if I look at how I was back then mm. and what I was doing back then uh, and what was happening in in Bitcoin, and then I look at what I'm doing now, and I have a look at Bitcoin. You know, Bitcoin's gone gangbusters, right? Mm. It's just gone through the roof. Um, And back then, it was an emerging technology. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I I look at myself now, and I go, well, really, I'm still doing the same sort of thing that I was doing back then. That emerging technology back then has is. Well, it's starting to make a big difference. Well, it's 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 massive in terms of its cost yeah, yeah. Uh, or its price. Yeah. Um, it it is starting to change the way that um, that reserve banks mm, and, and yeah, so forth are, are looking at them. Right? They're, they're either trying to control it mm. or, or or they're trying to compete against it and that sort of stuff. So I, I can see it changing in that respect. But from a day to day perspective, I'm still doing what I did back then. Yeah. I'm still looking at building my teams. I'm still so so emerging technologies will come and go. Mm. Yeah, they they'll come, they'll make huge changes like social media and so forth. Yeah. Um and it's like the the frog in the in the pot, right? When you're in it, you don't understand that it's getting hot around you. Yeah. So you just go with the flow and you, and you and you make small changes as you go. Like at some point I'm going to get a, a a bank card that's only going to be for crypto. You, you know what I mean? If, yeah, if, yeah. You know, and I, and I'll be like, oh, okay. So I'm not using a Visa card anymore. I'm using a crypto card now. Yeah. Um, so, but I suppose if you were 13 years back then, and then you disappeared to the moon, and then you come back 13 years later, the change is 
like, holy shit, what the hell is going on here? What this, what's, what's this Facebook stuff? Right? Yeah. What's Instagram? What's Snapchat? What's blah, 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 blah? You know, so, so if you remove yourself yeah. and then you come back, it is a massive change. But if you're in it, and it's changing around you, and you're just getting used to it. You, you, you just it, life just carries yeah, on, right? Yeah, the emerging yeah, so, technologies so are going to come. Very good way of looking at it. Um, yeah. You know, AI. You know, we, we talk about AI, but AI has been happening since Facebook yeah. came out, right? And and Instagram and all that sort of stuff. It's 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 happening around us. Yeah. Um, you just you're just part of you're in you're on the ride right you're <laughs> yeah. on the ride things will start to get you know change you'll you know tesla you'll start seeing more and more of their cars on the road yeah, yeah, um, their technologies will start changing where now you can take a sleep in it and it'll drive you home you know after a night on the pub <laughs> yeah. you know so it's it's i, I suppose um, the the world will change around you mm. um, and you'll get dragged into it yeah you can, you can try and stay away as long as you can but at some point you know when they say look you you can't use cash anymore you have to use a card we don't take yeah, cash over the counter it's like whoa now i'm forced into <laughs> using a card so so what's next for sam oh good point what's next for sam um and your story sounds like it's only just starting. It's like, as much <laughs> yes, as it's gone on, it's like, feels what's like next it's... for Sam? Look, um, I I am conflicted um, by taking the next role as a CIO. Mm. Um, I think if you if you look at you know career sort of career projection, um, I I think the CIO is the next role. Mm. Uh, and what does that mean for me? That that means um, a much greater influence um, around what technology can do for an organization um, and that's that's next level right so yeah, yeah. so that's what I'm trying to do in my existing role uh, at Kiwi rail is I'm, as I'm trying to make um, ICT uh, like Auckland transport be at the table really driving China. where Kiwi rail is going right and if yeah. you ever look at Kiwi rail it's got massive um, asset base, right? It's, yeah. it's you know big train mechanical stuff that's that rolling along, um, but there is there is so much technology that's coming into that environment, mm. um, and, and I'm and I'm and I'm very excited about that. But I also think that there is so much more technology can do for KiwiRail to lead rather yeah, to, than to, just that's to right to be a to be a thought the, leader to be yeah. really pushing. Kiwi Rail to a position where it's like, wow, you know, look at where we've where we've come from, and look at us now. Yeah. Um, so, so I think, I think that's what I'm uh, what I'm trying to do now, and I think the CIO role, whether it be at Kiwi Rail or whether it be at another organisation, is is really bringing technology as a as a thought leader, as a as a as a sort of pinnacle of change within an organisation, right? Yeah. I don't see any organization these days that's not changing or transforming without technology. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got your people there. <laughs> you can't do it without people. But I think you would struggle to do it without technology. Mm. Um, so so I think technology needs to be, you know, if, if not at the table, you know, leading leading the table. How hard is it to to have that kind of conversation with an organization that's so manual for so many yeah, years. Yeah, very hard, right? Very <laughs> yeah. hard because we've got engineers that, yeah. that built their careers and, and that's what they know. Um, 
uh, and, and when you have try and have that that technology uh, discussion from from an IT perspective with mm. them, um, they're like, "What do you know about train control? You know, what do you know about you know locomotives and and, you and, know, and, and all that, that sort yeah. of stuff?" And I guess for um, those engineers, because it's been their bread, I think when you kind of come to that those gathering business requirements when you say, how do you do that? Yeah. That's my dark art. Leave that, me alone. <laughs> that's right. Well, well, I think there is, there is uh, more than ever now, there is a merging of, of um, operational technology mm. and, and IT, right? The two are coming together. Um, and, and I think there is um, also the, the separation of the two as well. So it's a sort of contradiction in terms there. Um, but the reason why I say that is um, cybersecurity mm. is is massive, right? In yeah, terms yeah. of ensuring that that we're not getting DHB'd or yeah, I, I, should, ah, I shouldn't have said DHB. Yeah, well, yeah, well, well, yeah. We're not getting ransomware or, or hacked or anything like that. How hard is that? Like, have you guys got a big presence around security at the moment? Um, uh, yeah, sorry, I can't disclose. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> no. yeah, they got heaps. Uh, look, they got yeah, heaps. Gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. You've got to be careful what you say. Either yeah, way yeah. you go, there's going to be someone listening that's going to go, oh, you think you're good. Yeah, oh, exactly. well, we'll show you. Let's try that on. Um, so, oh, look, um, the, the reason why I was talking about OT and IT um, is that the operation technology um, side of the, the organization that is that is using technology in the operational sense out mm. in the field um, they cannot carry on doing what they've been doing for the last 20 odd years. Um, and predominantly it's because that world is being merged with how IT is, um, how IT does its work. Mm. And, and a good example of that is, you know, we're now using the internet for communications. We're now using uh, networks and smart networks and, and all that sort of stuff. And, and OT needs to use those same sort of networks. Yeah. But with that comes this risk of, of cybersecurity, right? So so like like I say, the, the two are coming together where OT is starting to use the IT components. Yeah. Um, they also need to stay separate enough so that, you know, IT that brings that sort of cyber risk, risk. Doesn't impact the yeah, OT yeah. side of things, right? So there's this this healthy tension between mm. between the two, um, and then and then security sitting over the top of it as well. Um, in terms of of Kiwi Rail and its and its security, you know, no one in their right mind is going to go out there and go, yeah, man, we are secure as you know, yeah, yeah no no worries, man, we got all the firewalls in the world and <laughs> you know all of that sort of stuff. No one in their right mind is going to do that because if you just look at organisations that have been data breached and, and yeah. ransomware and stuff like that, you go, and, and they spend millions and millions of dollars on their security, you know, yeah. and, and little Kiwi Rail over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you know, we, 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 we do, we try to do the hygiene stuff uh, well. We try to do you know, all the backups and making sure that we've got the firewalls in place and patching everything, you know, all the, all the hygiene stuff that a good yeah. IT organization should be doing. Um, and then um, also the education of our staff. Right? Yeah, and that's the biggest thing, especially education. when you're saying these Don't people are new. Don't click on that yeah. link. <laughs> and <laughs> and then we send them you. a link to say, oh, click on the link to go to this page, you know. Yeah, that risk of what you exactly what you just explained of, of changing the guard and trying to get into the space they need to be in, Yeah, but also teaching them how to because... That's the first thing. It's like, the, oh, yeah, I know how to do yeah. emails now and I'll reply to everything. Yeah, that's that's right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, education is is a big thing. I think um, uh, organisations uh, are, are a constant battle um, to keep their their staff educated. Mm. Um, and you know, again, you look at Kiwi Rail with with OT and and going for the last hundred, you know, over one hundred and fifty odd years. Um, we we're very we were very mechanical in terms of some of our areas, um, and you've got. Uh, people, you know, um, locomotive engineers and so forth out there um, that we're giving a lot of technology to, you know, to to make their job, you know, more efficient and to, you know, well-being and and all that sort of stuff. Um, But with that needs to come that education that, you know, they pick up the iPad and they go, oh, yeah, 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 I I can just go to the internet on here, hey? It's like, (laughs) oh, mate. Um, You know, so... Uh, it, it's a it's an uphill battle. Yeah. Well, it's a never-ending battle, I suppose. Yeah. Well, not a battle, but a never-ending education thing that needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I um, yeah, I I think um, uh, CIO, I suppose, if you look at the trajectory uh, of my career, is is probably the next um, step that I'll be looking to make. Yeah. Um, but I think that that is a that is a next step up. Um, yeah. And I think that is one where I need to be um, really putting myself out there, um, uh, working with my peers in the industry, hmm. um, understanding what's happening out there, understanding what the challenges are. Um, but um, yeah, other than that, if if it's not if it's not in in ICT. Uh, I would love to be on the farm. I'd love to have a farm of my my own, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I know that's not easy work either. Um, but yeah, I think one of the things that I I wanted to do when I was a young boy was was be a farmer, um, and, and work on the land. So. We were on a farm when you were in Fiji, like they have. No, we went we went in the farm. We were in in the in the city or just in the suburbs. Okay. Um, but my dad, um, because he was an Anglican minister, every second Sunday or. Yeah, every second Sunday would um, uh, travel around Fiji uh, and, and go to certain All spots and, and one, yeah, around the countrysides. And, and, and one of the places we used to go to the Andersons Farm uh, was uh, – I loved it, man. It was, it was awesome. It was a dairy farm um, um, up, up the coast um, or inland a wee bit. Mm. Um, and that's where my um, um, – uh, Desire to be a farmer came from. I guess right? that actually the yeah, 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 yeah. You know, getting up at four o'clock in the morning, and going to the cow shed, and um, and you know, in Fiji it was a bit cold, but it was probably around about you know eighteen degrees in the morning at oh, four o'clock. Yeah, cold. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then I come here to New Zealand, and they're getting up at four o'clock, and it's like minus five. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, you can keep that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I really loved my time in Fiji, and yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, 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 on the farm. The ministry, like, so is that a, is that something that carries on in the family? Is, is there like oh, a calling my dad would have, my dad would have loved, <laughs> would have loved for us, or one of the boys, to become um, a, a minister or, or stay in the church. Yeah. Um, but I think we were just a little bit more rebellious uh, <laughs> back then. Yeah. Um, and by the age of, I think about maybe eleven. Uh, 11 or 12 maybe I started sort of rebelling and mm-hmm. not wanting to go to church and yeah. and all that sort of stuff so yeah unfortunately for dad uh, it didn't go down that path <laughs> <laughs> all right hey yeah. I, I usually finish with why well, usually saying it's the first time I'm going to do this with Star Wars. <laughs> we'll finish off with these quick fire 
questions. My little uh, quickfire questions. Oh, sweet, <laughs> sweet. Be on your toes. All right, then. Yeah, they're a bit geeky, but they're not. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> Favourite musician? Group? Ben Harper. Oh, nice. Would you consider yourself a gamer or a noob? Gamer. Oh, game? Uh, World of Tanks. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I've never seen that. Uh, favorite sports person? Favorite sports person. Um, that's a that's a good question, actually. Favorite sports person? I'd have to say my brother, my oh, younger brother. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good call. BK or Maccas? Maccas. <laughs> <laughs> Cat or dog person? Uh, dog. Nice, yeah. Must be an island thing. Yeah, you reckon? <laughs> oh, you know, I've, got, I've got a story. I, should, I don't know whether I should say. No, I yeah, won't yeah, say it. No. <laughs> um, one of the things that. So I've eaten dog, uh, oh, and yeah. I've eaten cat, I've eaten bat, I've eaten mongoose, I've eaten a whole lot of stuff, and that's all from from islands, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and and I, and I and I tell the story of uh, of Oscar, our dog in Tonga, uh, when he got um, hit outside our house by a car. Yeah, we ate him. Yeah, are you flew. <laughs> oh, we did. We did. <laughs> Your family pet. How old were you? Oh hell, I would have been shit. I would have been young. I'd have been very oh. young. So you remember the the, the taste at all or anything? Did you know no, it was Oscar no, at the time? No, I uh, no, I don't think I I don't think I realised it was Oscar. But I think as I got older, I think I put one and one and one together and came out with dog. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Was do you remember Oscar? I was like oh, and I thought he ran away. <laughs> yeah, I thought he ran away. <laughs> Favorite oh. island dish? Oh, chop suey. Oh, oh polosami. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> do you cook? Do you... No, no, I don't. Oh. I, I cook, but not, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not, no, no, not no, island no, food, okay. no. Netflix no. or Disney Plus? Netflix. Netflix. Cool, those are my 10 questions. Oh, awesome, and that's man. been awesome. Oh, sweet. Um, finally, just, uh, you should, you shared on it a, a little already, but I think like, if anyone's out there listening, you know, what's their first step? Like, if that. To inspire them, get uh, if they're not already inspired listening to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose the 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 inspiration, uh, if it's around IT, if it's around getting into IT, then um, there are a lot of courses out there, right? I think uh, talk to talk to people like us, understand the difference between um, you know networks, software development, mobile development. Um, try to get a an understanding of, of where you would like to work. Um, when I when I started looking at um, uh, at technology or, or IT, um, that was the first question that 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 I popped up with. Right, it was like you know, do I want to do networking? Mm. Do I want to do software development, or do I want to do infrastructure stuff? Um, and that's where I went. I said. You know, when I talked to a few people, they were like, oh, you're networking, mate, they're geeks, man. They sit in a room and they just, you know, do this sort of stuff here. Um, and, and so uh, I was like, oh, yeah, how about software development? They're, oh, they're worse, mate. <laughs> they're worse, you know. Um, so so I went for more infrastructure, and that's where that's where I sort of landed, right? It was, and that was just because it sounded like infrastructure was was more 
people thing yeah. because you had to look after desktop and desktop mean you had to talk to the person yeah. at the other end of the desktop, right? So that was more a people thing. So so I think, you know, the first thing is just just talk mm. talk to someone, right? Yeah. If you're in IT, you just go, hey, you know, what do you, how do you, how do you get in? What did you do? Where did you come from? That sort of stuff. Just like what we're doing now, get a sense of where you think you would like to work. Um, and then find the courses. There are so many. Uh, I, the one thing that you that you'll find on the internet is education, right? YouTube. There are so many uh, things out there now that you could you could train yourself in anything, man, in <laughs> yeah. anything. Um, the thing that people will look for though is either experience or certification. Mm. Yeah. So so you've got to get one of those two. Um, and then when you get that, just keep pushing, keep pushing organizations that you work for, you know, will you put me through training? I'd love to do some training, always be op- open to opportunity. Uh, who wants to do the backups tonight? Yep, I'll do it. You know, who wants to do? Yep, I'll do it. You know, put your hand up, man. Just keep putting your hand up. Uh, and then you'll find yourself in a position where you're like, man, I've learned so much, right? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? Um, stay in, stay as a geek or a gamer. You know, even these days being a gamer, right? You you see things, people earning, you know, $3 million being a gamer. It's like, or, or being or building a, your own an game influencer. On like yeah, crazy. or being an influencer on Instagram or that sort of stuff, right? So really, you know, what what do you want to do? I think this day and age, like I said earlier, um, computers, are, it's, the, the entry levels come down. It's it's not it's not one of these things that everyone goes, wow, wow, that's just so hard to get into. It's easy to get into, but is it what you want to get into? Um, yeah. Sam, it's been a pleasure. Where can people find you? I, I tried stalking you to find some more details, but all I could find you was on LinkedIn. Right? Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge Facebook man. I, I've got a Facebook uh, account out there, but I've, I, you know, I, I the last time I looked at it was probably four or five years yeah, ago. It's like a um, catfish link, link. Uh, Facebook page. It's like one photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, LinkedIn is probably the best way of awesome. getting hold of me. Uh, one thing I do on LinkedIn is anyone that requests uh, access or requests connections, I just accept it. Mm-hmm. I know there's probably a security thing around that now because I've got people that that are coming from you know all over the world. And I'm like, ah, yeah, accept, accept, accept. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of connections on on LinkedIn of people going, hey, you know, we just want to reach out and have a coffee and that sort awesome. of stuff. So. You know, if you don't accept, you know, like I said earlier, there's an opportunity to put your hand up, man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. It's been a pleasure. Sam, thank you so much. Thanks, brother. <laughs> awesome. That's all right, man. That's All good? Yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah. Oh, awesome, man. Thanks awesome. for reaching out, man. It's yeah, no worries, man. I was going through my LinkedIn, and I was like, oh, man, i got to get back to yeah, China. Yeah, yeah, thank you for it. Yeah. yeah, the first, because there was a few others, too, I'd like... Ping them like, man, you still owe me. You got to come on. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I'll be yeah, busy, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's hard though. Eh? It's just, yeah. it's, but it's got to be done. I think, like, like what you're doing with uh, for Pacifica and stuff like that. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah, I just got onto um that new leadership program. Oh yes, yeah, at yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. Oh work. yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So Chris nominated me for that, oh, so perfect. I got through. Yeah, so it was quite good because um, <laughs> so so I thought Malcolm knew, but Malcolm's like. Oh, I didn't even know you got nominated. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, Christmas. Oh, come yeah. on. Yeah, Malcolm's like, oh, congratulations. Yeah. 
so it seems like it was the first day yesterday, so it seems like a good course that um yeah. Selena Tusitala Marsh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, so she leads it. Perfect, mate. Yeah. And how's the rest of the team? Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, Jane's Jane's still